Welcome to episode 37 of Instant Expertise Marketing. We appreciate you listening in as always. Sherry and I have asked Kathy Parks, creator of the Parks Method, to come back today to share a different perspective on product line extensions based on something we saw uh, actually early this morning that we wanted to share with you all. I'm Yvette Brown, co-founder of Xpromos. I became an entrepreneur at 23 by starting a promotions agency with my then 29-year-old business partner, Sherry Nomaddy. And I'm Sherry Nomaddy. You know, Yvette and I approach business from very different ends of the spectrum, but we nearly always come to the same conclusions on how to help our clients grow their business. That is so very true. So... Today, we kind of have a special episode for you. Um, we were able to uh, grab Kathy Parks and have her join us today. Say hi, Kathy. Hi, everybody. Um, and that is because be we, we are uh, working, continuing to do some work on our sell to stores um, course and um, line extensions. So um, something came up today that I want to share with you. I'm going to go ahead, um, for those of you watching on video, I'm going to go ahead and share that now. Um, if you're not familiar, Tom Fishburn, brilliant guy, um, has does something called the Marketoonist. And every week he sends out a great um, new cartoon focused on what uh, crazy things we're doing here in the marketing space. And then he kind of has a, a good backstory about it and, and why we should uh, talk about it. Well, today he sent this, this one over. And for those of you who are listening in, there's a picture of the headache uh, aisle, headache relief aisle at retail that's, you know, uh, 48 feet long. And there's a retailer here that says, but wait, there's more. All of these choices now also come in pumpkin spice. <laughs> which uh, and then you've got the consumer sitting there who's got a headache. They've got their mask on and they're kind of cowering down. It's just like, ah, oh, these choices are overwhelming. And, you know, that's really the, the tenor of what um, Tom talked about in this article where, you know, consumers have too many choices. And what we're seeing are some brands like Coke and Mondelez, McDonald's, Mattel are starting to scale down their lines because of the pandemic. And um, as Sherry, Kathy, and I were talking about the, this morning, we realized that, you know, there's kind of a different side to this whole consumer choice thing and why we have so many uh, cookies on the, you know, Oreos on the cookie aisle and Lay's in the snack aisle. And so we just thought we'd take a minute to talk about that and just say, hey, you know what, there's a little bit more to that. So, you know, Kathy, I'd like to start off with you. And um, why don't you, since we're, you know, you're so deep into the selling to retail stores, tell us a little bit more about the manufacturer's perspective and how you end up with so many products at retail. Sure. Um, looking at that, that cartoon, it's a manufacturer's dream, honestly. So I, I'd <laughs> right? love to see it. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, every manufacturer knows that the, the more real estate you have in an aisle, um, the more each particular item will sell. So the more items you can have in the aisle, the more each will sell. So that's what's really um, happening there. And beyond offering the consumers a tremendous um, variety of choice, they are trying to increase their real estate. And I think the other thing that's really important is 
that brick and mortar is competing more and more every day with online shopping. And so the brick and mortar retailers are really trying to enhance the consumer experience. And one way to do that is to make brand statements in store that can't be done as easily online. And so the retailers are getting really smart about that. And so what you see happening is bigger brand statements, meaning more choices for each brand in an aisle. So um, good for them in that case. And then the other part of this, and maybe we can come back seasonal angle. Um, I just think it's phenomenal how um, manufacturers have expanded the seasonal offerings for consumers. It's fun to shop. Again, that's a brick and mortar opportunity. It's way more fun to go into a store and shop seasonal items than it is online. So you know, they're getting very, smarter very and smarter. True. Every and day. if this cartoon came out in say December 1st, instead of pumpkin spice, it would say peppermint, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and that really is, that's absolutely true. Um, it is, it's really fun and um, exciting. I think even when you're at the grocery store during the pandemic, when you're heading down one of these aisles and you see that there are new limited edition SKUs that are tied to whatever season you're in. You know, it's just fun. Sure, you know it's the same darn cookie, but you know what? The fact that they have created a, like a special little graphic on it or it's in different colors or it supports a cause, it just, it makes it more fun. And to your very point, Kathy, it makes it a better consumer experience. It does. And it helps you celebrate the holidays. So it all ties back to manufacturer sales, but I really do think it's a great way to engage the consumer. So I'm all for it. I love those kind of aisles. <laughs> I think it's a great example of manufacturers really leaning into and listening to the millennials demanding that we have more choices. You know, they were raising their hands for, I want jalapeno this and sriracha that. And I mean, there for a while we were out of sriracha because I think everyone was using it on their chips and sauces and everything. But it's really a, a, a great example of how the smart manufacturers tuned into what was really happening and listening to the demand from the millennials. You know, Sherry, it warms my heart when you talk about, you know, generational cohorts. So um, I think you're absolutely right. Um, that is a really big picture of it. And, and also part of, of what we think probably wasn't addressed with this is the idea of consumer demand. You know, at the end of the day, products are there because consumer that's what consumers want. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, what we've seen over the last, God, I don't know, generation for sure, is that consumers are demanding more and more specialized products. You know, everybody sort of wants their own customized thing. Um, we've seen it in so many parts of the store. It's certainly not just salty snacks and cookies, but it's cereal, it's coffee, it's, um, you know, vitamins, it's kind of everywhere. And personally, I think that's here to stay. Um, and I think the point that's kind of missing with this and, and why it kind of, you know, caught my attention is that um, you, we don't see, you know, this sort of homogenous approach anymore to marketing at all. I mean, look what's happened in our lifetime, ladies, with um, TV, 
you know, we used to just have three. I remember when we just had three networks, let alone four. Um, but, you know, we moved to this, you know, over air networks to, you know, now 500 plus cable channels. We have all these streaming services. And the idea is that you can't just put a commercial on ABC and just expect everybody to know it and buy it and watch it. And like, that's it. It doesn't, things don't work that way anymore. We have to um, create specialized products for these different buyer personas. And frankly, I'm really proud of what we've done in the marketing world as a community to segment because as you know, Sherry and I have, have done over the years, you know, we've heard a lot of our clients put things in the too hard pile because it wasn't just a you know big brand thing that we could just shoot out to everybody. It's not that way anymore. You need to segment. And if your segment is big enough, you have a big enough group, then um, you're going to be able to reach them with a certain, you know, selection of products. And I think that's sort of the point with this that was bugging me is that not all those headache remedies were created for the same person. You know, now as a consumer, what they need, what we need to do is find our space within that really big aisle and figure out kind of what our choices are, but they're not everything on the aisle. And I guess maybe that's a, an interesting point for, um, for uh, the manufacturers is to figure out how to, to your point, Kathy, create that brand statement in a way where as a consumer, I can find my place. You know, I can sort of find my space. So I'm not overwhelmed by the whole aisle, but I'm kind of like, okay, these are sort of like the ones for me. <laughs> if that's possible, I don't know. That's <laughs> merchandising isn't my, you know. Well, I think the retailers are getting really, really good at it. So are the manufacturers. Um, let me give you some examples of, of that sort of micro marketing in the mm -hmm. midst of all these brand statements at retail. Um, it, Sherry mentioned Sriracha, you know, before you know it, there were keychains that featured little bottles of Sriracha on it. So the millennials right. could carry it with them everywhere they went. Um, in the last month or two, maybe oat milk has been a huge trend. Um, and if you go to Starbucks, you're only cool if you order an oat milk latte or whatever. Um, but you'll also see it now in the retailer refrigerators and that was never there before. So they're keeping mm -hmm. up with these trends and that's really impressive. Another one is the um, face masks uh, in Walmart recently, I was in the toy aisle and there is a face mask making kit for little kids. I mean, that had to happen at breakneck speed. So yeah. again, I think it's brick and mortar, keeping up with the trends, competing against online marketing and giving consumers maybe too many choices, but certainly um, it's fun to watch. I agree. Um, do, you have any, do you have anything else to add to that? Because we just kind of wanted to whip this together and, and share our thoughts on it because it seemed very relevant based on what our, um, our highly esteemed colleague, um, Tom Fishburne put out there today. Yes, we all have to leave now and go get our pumpkin lattes at Starbucks. <laughs> That's, right, That's right, we sure do. <laughs> <laughs> well then, I think we should wrap this one up, Sherry. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. And if you would like to know more about Celta Stores, then visit celtastores.com. And you can find us at xpromos.com. Come back soon. Thank you.